Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5 Minute Major, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 16 of the HV Pucks Podcast, powered by Capiche.com. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. Uh, What separates me from the more mainstream outlets is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the Grandstand Sports Network. As you know, uh, the postseason is well underway here in New York State as teams battle for the right to represent their school at regionals, uh, which is scheduled for March 3rd. Um, And in uh, the New York State Final Four, tournament uh, on March 10th and 11th in Buffalo. Uh, And I apologize in advance if my voice is a little hoarse, but I did spend uh, quite a long time at my uh, favorite large metal building yesterday, also known as the Brewster Ice Arena, uh, for the Section 1 Division 2 championship game, followed by the Section 1 Division 1 championship game. And then I was uh, invited to stay by uh, the good people Uh, at the Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative. Um, So I had a great time, uh, but I didn't get home till almost midnight. But I definitely needed to put a podcast out today uh, to recap the action and to talk about uh, what's next um, as far as the games. So um, with the championship games having been played at Brewster Ice Arena yesterday, we now know who will represent Section 1 this year during the 2018 regional games, which again are set for Saturday, March 3rd. So congratulations to the 2018 Section 1 Division 1 champion, North Rockland Raiders, and the 2018 Section 1 Division 2 champion, John J. Indians. I also want to give stick taps out to the Greeley and Suffren hockey teams on their seasons as well. Uh, there's plenty uh, to be proud of. Uh, for both of those programs. Uh, They gave it their all yesterday, uh, and uh, I know that they'll be back next year, um, you know, next season. Uh, So again, to talk a little bit about what's next for uh, our champions, on Saturday, March 3rd, North Rockland will host Section 9's champion uh, Monroe Woodbury Crusaders at uh, the Homics Park Ice Rink in Mamaroneck. In speaking to Dean Barardo, the Section 1 chairman yesterday, uh, the puck drop is set for 545. Um, and then uh, for the Division 2 uh, regional game, John Jay is going to travel to Section 2, which is up in the capital region of New York State. They are going to take on the Queensbury Spartans at the Glens Falls Recreation Center. The puck drop is set for 4.30. Uh, Any Indians fans that cannot make it to Glens Falls next weekend, have no fear. Uh, Your boy Trav will be there covering the game, providing live in-game updates. In fact, Queensbury's head coach, Dean Williams, came down yesterday to Brewster Ice Arena, watched the championship game. 
He's actually going to be on my show later on today uh, during the In the Box segment, and I am going to have Indians head coach Alex Smith on later on this week as well. Um, And then after the regional games have been played, uh, we will have the semifinals in Buffalo at the Harbor Center on March 10th. and uh, I will be there in Buffalo. So again, if anybody wants to, you know, find out what's going on and get it updates and hear from coaches and players, you know, whoever from Section One makes it to Buffalo, um, again, this will be the the place that you'll you'll come to. Um, I'm going to have uh, pre-tournament interviews from the Statler Hotel. I will have uh, videos, short videos up, and again, live in-game updates from the championship tournament um, in Buffalo on March 10th and 11th. Uh, I'm going to probably release a podcast later on this week where we hear from Gary Dworkowitz, we hear from Frank Alessandrino, uh, we hear from Alex Smith, again, the head coaches for North Rockland, Monroe, and John Jay, respectively. Um, And by then, I would imagine that the regional game uh, picture will look a little clearer because right now some sections still haven't played their championship game. So I'm going to hold off on um, giving you too much information because I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, But I will tell you this, that on the 11th of March, which is Sunday, um, the championship game for division one will be played at noon at the harbor center and the uh division two uh championship game for the state will be played at three o'clock and my flight out of buffalo leaves at seven i believe or just before seven so i should be able to catch most of the action if not all of the action before i have to leave for the airport so um let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. Uh, This week, I sat down with Dean Williams, head coach of the Section 2 Division 2 champion uh, Queensberry Spartans, who will face off against uh, the Section 1 Division II champion John J. Indians in the March 3rd regional game uh, at the Glens Falls Recreation Center. Uh, Coach Williams came down um, and watched the Section 1 championship game yesterday. Um, and so we're going to get into his team and uh, how he's going to prepare for uh, the regional game. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Dean Williams. Dean is the head coach for the Queensberry Spartans 
out of uh, Section 2, Division 2. And his team is going to mix it up on Saturday, March 3rd at the regional game. Uh, That's going to be at the Glens Falls Recreation Center. Uh, It's a 4.30 puck drop. I will be there to cover that game, provide um, live in-game updates. Dean and I did not get a chance to connect yesterday in person when he came down for the Section 1 Championship Games, but we are going to certainly connect in person next weekend, and we're connecting now on the phone. Dean, thanks so much for coming on. How's it going? Great. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's a a great show you have, and I follow you on... uh on Twitter, and I think it's a, a great thing you're doing for hockey, not only in Section 1, but throughout the state. I you know I, I know you have a lot of followers, so keep up the good work. Hey, thanks so much, and, and uh, it's a passion of mine. Um, I'm kind of like Scotty Bowman. I never played the game. I can't <laughs> even skate. I have two daughters that dance competitively, but uh, this is my passion, um, you know, whether it's high school, college, or at the pro level. So let's get yeah. right into it, Coach. Can you describe your team in five words or less? Uh, I would probably say that they're uh, hardworking and tenacious. Okay. Hardworking and tenacious group uh, each and every day, practice and in games. So it's paid, paid pretty good dividends this year so far. Love it, love it. Um, who are some of the players to watch on your squad? Um, specifically, I, you know, we have, a, we have a lot of young players. Uh, we, we've had a lot of young players the last couple of years. We, we graduated three seniors last year. We have four seniors this year. So we have a lot of uh, sophomores that, you know, we, we wanted to see how they would, how they would work uh, for the first couple of months. And they've, uh, they've played dividends. So they're, they're giving us the ability um, to run three and sometimes four lines. So um, I think our, our, our sophomores in general right now are allowing us depth uh, for, our, for our, our, our program and our defense and goaltending. They, they've always, they've always been solid. And they're all returners from last year, so uh, so that really helps. So nobody specifically, but but groups uh, that are making the team uh, have some depth this year. Okay, great, great. Um, uh, favorite memory or moment from the season so far? Um, the probably the stick game. That that's usually uh, whether you win or lose. It's usually a, um, an exciting game. It's a crosstown rival, the Rivermen, <clears throat> which used to be. Glens Falls, Salkins Falls, they all combined and formed now the Adirondack Rivermen. So it's always a big game. It's at the Civic Center, which is now the Cool Insurance Arena. And uh, this year we scored four goals in the third to win it. And then we came back 24 hours later and we we scored uh, with zero seconds left in the overtime to win our pink game. Um, so it was uh, 24 hours of... Uh, pretty exciting hockey this year. Yeah, I actually wound up giving you you guys stick taps for both the stick game and for uh, the pink game. And uh, Monroe Woodbury, who I do a little bit of work for, I do the public address and DJ, I believe they were supposed to mix it up with Adirondack earlier in the season, but because were, of yeah. the weather, um, they were unable to make the trip down. So I'll have yeah. to check them out at some point. I'd love to come up. I'm coming up obviously next weekend, but I'd love to try to come up next year during the season and see a regular season game with the Spartans. Yeah, um, yeah, it's exciting. Yep. Who would you say is your biggest rival up that way? Uh, probably because of that. I mean, it was probably the Rivermen. Um, okay. We've had some really good games the last two years against Shenandoah. Okay. So that's become that's becoming a pretty good rivalry. But you know, the Rivermen, we we play and practice right over the same rink, so we see each other every day. I mean, these kids are all coming up through the. Same youth hockey system, uh, Adirondack youth hockey. So okay. you know they, they grow up playing together, and then um, and then they they battle it out in, in high school, and it's it's developed into a, a rivalry, but it's also a very respectful uh, matchup each year. Where you know you got guys that have played 
together for all those years and uh they 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 bang it out pretty hard on the ice and then and then uh there's the respectfulness in the uh in the handshake line afterwards so you know, now that I think about it, Coach, I am going to make it a point to come see you because I've been up to, I've seen Saratoga play, I've seen Shenandoah play, I've seen Bethlehem. Um, I have yet to see, I have yet to see you guys though. So definitely yeah. next year, I'm going to make it a point to come up and uh, come Great. up to your barn and check it out. Um, let's see, uh, toughest rink to play in. I would. Uh... I'd probably say, well, probably uh, a cut between the two of them, uh, Salmon River and Bethlehem. Bethlehem is, is an amazing rink to play in, that no matter, you know, especially on a Friday night. They, their mm-hmm. student section is is incredible. Um, but Salmon River on a Friday night, uh, we've gone up there for probably seven years, and it's probably the hardest rink to play in um, hmm. for a player men- mentally and physically. I had uh, Tim Cook reached out to me. We texted a couple of times, and I'm hoping to get him on. Uh, the podcast at some point too. I, I met him for the first time at States last year. So uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. I'm looking forward to to getting him on um, out of Section Ten. What do you look for in a hockey player, Coach? Um, work ethic. I, I put a ton of stock in that. I mean, we have um, in our locker room that that's one of our key three statements that we have up, along with passion and accountability. But work ethic. You know, if you don't, and I try to, and I try to put that beyond hockey. Um, in life, if you're not going to, uh, if you're not going to work, um, you don't put in the effort, you can't be upset with the results that you, uh, that you wanted. You know, mm-hmm. if a player works hard and in practice and games gives a hundred percent, then, uh, they can be satisfied at the end of the, at the end of the day, win or lose or whatever, they can be satisfied that they put in everything they had. So I love it. That's a great answer. And in your opinion, what makes a successful hockey coach? trying to get that work ethic <laughs> so uh probably you know trying to get the you know our, our school has a as a um has a motto of of uh, you know working to your full potential and uh, i think that's probably the for a teacher or a coach to get that full potential out of each student or player um you know if you can do that it makes you pretty successful it makes the the player successful makes the team successful and it's easier said than done when you're saying talking about trying to get full potential out of somebody or have them realize their full potential a lot of a lot of players and students don't don't even realize what they've got um or they're able to do so i think if you're able to tap that as much as possible um you're going to have a a successful team or a successful classroom yeah i actually like that you know i'm a school counselor down here in section one at suffering middle school and i'm a firm believer that you know the young people that i work with you know have the tools within them to be successful um and it's just our goal as educators as mentors you know as coaches to pull that potential out um yeah what's the biggest challenge you face as a coach um I think I think having people having players realize uh, that this is how valuable a part of their lives this this is they tend to kind of live in the moment I think we we live in the moment we struggle to uh, with knowing that everything we do positively neg- and negatively affects the outcomes of a practice or game or season or mm. or whatever they're doing in and out of the rink so um, getting them to look beyond just the moment you know enjoy the moment right. but but look beyond it and uh, and have them visualize a season or have them visualize how they want something to happen and then, and then working daily towards that goal. So that's probably the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge. And when you're able to do that, you, you usually have some success um, with a team. I like that. Cause it also goes back to some of that mindfulness that we're trying to instill in our, in our young people. Right. Um, 
Can you describe the state of high school hockey in Section Two? I, I think it's I think it's on the upswing. Um, we've had a we had a couple of down years, and um, you know the the coaches got together and we put together an idea of of having sixteen and eighteen um, rap teams that play before and after the season, and uh, that's gone off really well. And 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 allowing kids, <clears throat> allowing players to the opportunity to get that extra. Uh, hockey in and, and get that extra exposure, especially those that want to play either club or college hockey and um, and still be able to play for their teams. That's the biggest thing. Players want to. I think they, they, they generally want to play for the high school team, but they feel as though a 20-game schedule is uh, wasn't enough in the way of exposure. So right. we're able to bring a lot of those players back the last couple of years. Great. And so uh, so I think we're, we're seeing a better product um, in Section 2. And that's what I like to hear, especially since you're so close to us here in Section 1. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, the playoffs and everything, I know this, the Section 2 Division 1 semifinals are today. It looks like the number 1 seed Bethlehem is going to take on the number 4 seed Christian Brothers Academy. The number 2 seed LaSalle is going to take on the number 6 seed Shaker Colony. Coach, do you have any thoughts on a possible uh, scenario on how those games are going to go? Well, I, I've liked I've liked CBA all year. Um, you know, they had a, a time where where we actually beat them, but they were lacking their their. Well, we uh, um, had an injury to uh, Hunter Pemrick, uh middle of the game, and that okay. that, that definitely yeah. that definitely changed the landscape of the game a little bit. Um, he's just a dynamic player, and I and I just think uh, I think he'll get he'll get going tonight, and 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 that could be a that could be the turning point for CBA. So I like them in the first game and then um and then the other one's a coin flip it's it's a real even matchup you've got good players on both sides tyler wilson for uh for uh shaker is one of the fastest players in in division and uh in section two um he stands about five foot four but he flies so um and the goaltending's very uh very comparable in that game so uh, if i had to pick him i'd say cba and uh lasalle and then um and then uh, i like cba as a as a champion on Tuesday. Now, what's that old saying, Coach, about great minds think alike? I actually uh, put together a New York State playoff bracket. Now, some of the some of the matchups and stuff, like I had West Jenny and I had Pittsburgh and Churchville Chile. Those teams are all out, but yeah. my Section Two Division One um, bracket came down to CBA over LaSalle. So that is <laughs> uh, very interesting. I'm actually going to have a couple of kids on from LaSalle that are part of uh, an outfit called the Upstate Sports Zone, and I'm sure they're not going to be too happy with my prediction. But, uh, you know, it's my <laughs> show. It's my show. I can do what I want. Um, two more questions here, Coach, and I think I know the answer to one of them because we were talking about it before we started recording. But favorite <laughs> professional hockey player, past or present? Um, I would have to say... You know, I'm 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 an Islander fan, and, and I and I love Mike Bossy back in the day. Um, but recently, uh, you know, modern day, I, I'd say Alex Ovechkin, and, and I know that I'll either have my supporters or completely <laughs> one side of the fence or the other on this yep. one. But I think it's the way he plays the game. Um, you know, he plays fast, he plays physical, and the big thing is he he celebrates uh, with his teammates, no matter if he's the the star of the game that, that particular night or he, he has zero goals, zero, zero assists, his team wins. And you would think that he was the star. So I think that's what stands out about him. He celebrates as, as voraciously 
a goal that he scores as, as a teammate scores. And so that really lifts the team and, and it, and it, you know, it shows what a captain should be on and off the ice, uh, a true supporter of your, the entire program. So I would, I would say Alex Ovechkin. Okay. You know, and again, he is a very skilled player and I, I like a lot of the things that you just said. He is as happy when he scores as if his teammate scores. The only thing I can't seem to wrap my head around is why can't the caps get past the second uh, round? And with that unreal. talent and those teams, I mean, Holtby and, you know, Kuznetsov and, you know, all these other, uh, I just don't, I know uh, it's mind boggling. You got Barry Trotz now behind the bench. It doesn't matter who the coach is or who the supporting cast is. They just can't seem to get past the second round. Maybe this yeah. year we'll see, but uh, yeah, it's always a tough, it's always a tough household. My son's a caps fan. So, you know, we have a lot of uh, ups during the season and then, sure. <laughs> and then, and then it's a, it's a bummer come playoffs. So, well, as a Ranger fan, we are selling, our pieces. Jeff Gordon is holding a fire sale in the corner of Eighth and Thirty Third, and I'm I'm fine with it. Um, you know, I've made no bones about it on Twitter and and in real life conversations. I'm I think it's time. I think the window has closed. I certainly think we have some very valuable young players that I'd like to hold on to. But certainly, you know, the Rick Rick Nash who was just traded to the Boston Bruins, Michael Grabner, you know, uh, Ryan McDonough. As much as I hate to say losing our captain, you know, it's time for us to reap the benefits and and get rid of some of these pieces while they still have some yeah. value. And that includes the uh, the fat cat in the goal, um, King Henrik, who. <laughs> has not really lived up to expectations in my opinion and everybody oh the defense the defense listen I'm going to blame the defense because I'm late to work tomorrow the Rangers defense was responsible <laughs> at some point you're making eight and a half million you've got to stop that puck and yeah. uh you know if you look at the statistics he leads the league in most goals given up within the first two minutes of a game and I think that's more like uh-huh. a mental thing than anything else and you know as Ranger fans we're kind of to blame we anointed this guy the king before he won anything of any kind of substance so right. you know yeah. but but he has a no movement clause Dean so he kind of holds the cards so it'll be very interesting uh-huh. to see what happens uh, on Broadway yeah. but uh, anyway I, I know I mentioned I'm going to come up and visit your team next year but I am also going to be there this coming weekend for the regional game when you mix it up against John Jay. I am looking forward to an exciting game. I think you two match up very well against each other. And um, I really do appreciate you taking the time out uh, on your Sunday, on your weekend to uh, yeah. to chat with me. So, you know, I look forward to meeting you and connecting with you in person next Saturday. Thanks for taking the time. I've been chatting with Dean Williams. He is the bench boss for the Queensbury Spartans. They are the Section 2 Division 2 champions, and they will mix it up against the uh, Section 1 Division 2 champion, John Jay Indians. Uh, 4.30 puck drop at the Glens Falls Recreation Center, Saturday, March 3rd. Your boy Trav will be there. So thanks again, Dean. Enjoy the rest of your uh, weekend. And, yes, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll see you Saturday. And let's see if that... Uh, Section one, division one, championship predictions come true. <laughs> I'll All let right. you know tonight if we're on our way. <laughs> All right. Hey, be well, my friend. All right. Thank you. We'll you see you soon. Take care.
As the 16th episode for Season 2 comes to an end, it's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. Uh, Stick Taps out to the Cornwall Dragons club hockey team on winning the 2018 Hudson Valley High School Ice Hockey Association Championship on Saturday, February 17th. This is the Dragons' second title in as many seasons. Well done. Uh, Stick taps out to senior goaltender Jason Inzeo of the Clarkstown varsity hockey team for making 44 saves in a 3-1 loss to Brewtown on Monday, February 19th. Stick taps out to senior Andrew Sablinski of the Brick Memorial varsity hockey team who made 58 saves in a 6-3 loss to Milburn on Monday, February 19th. Uh, Stick taps out to sophomore goaltender Griffin McAndrews of the Bishop uh, uh, Timon varsity hockey team for making 34 saves in an 8-0 loss to St. Joseph's Federation hockey team on Monday, February 19th. Uh, Stick taps out to the Salisbury School varsity hockey team for hosting the third annual Annie uh, Corkery uh, slash Mick Simmons charity hockey three-on-three tournament on Monday, February 19th as well. Stick taps out to senior captain Alex uh, Mosian of the Greenwich High School hockey team who recently earned uh, the 50th point of his varsity career. He assisted uh, on a teammate's hat trick uh, in a 5-3 to three, uh, win over Ridgefield on Tuesday, February 20th. Stick taps out to senior forward Peter Hoffman of the Farmington Valley Generals hockey team on earning the 100th point of his varsity career. It came in a 6-3 win over Notre Dame Fairfield on Wednesday, February 21st. Stick taps out to junior goaltender John Meyer of the Point Borough uh, Heist hockey team for making 37 saves and a 3-1 loss to Middletown on Wednesday, February 21st. Stick taps out to senior forward Zach Tarantino of the Wall Ice Hockey team on reaching the 200th point club after a six-point night. Uh, Zach had four goals and two assists in an 8 to nothing win over Verona. Congratulations and well done. Stick taps out to senior goaltender Peyton Hall of the Webster Schrader um, or Webster Schroeder. Uh, the debate is still out on that one for me. Um, on making his 1,200th career varsity save in a 2 to nothing loss to Victor on um, Thursday, February 22nd. Uh, stick tips out to the St. John Vianney's top line of sophomore John Galat, sophomore John uh, Gutt, and junior Brett Schneider, who finished the season with 74, 72, and 60 points for a total of 206 points. Congratulations and well done on that, boys. Uh, Stick taps out to the Rye Country Day School Boys hockey team for winning the 2018 FAA tournament. The Wildcats defeated uh, the Wildcats defeated, excuse me, the Harvey Cavaliers seven to four on Saturday, February 24th, to capture the title. Uh, Stick taps out to the U.S. Women's Hockey Team for winning their first gold medal in the Olympics since 1998, taking down Canada in dramatic fashion, uh, three to two in a shootout. 
Uh, stick taps out to the EO Smith Tolland Bucks hockey team who have made a pledge this year to support the Jacob Roger Poulin Foundation through the Score for Jacob campaign. Uh, fans can pledge a dollar amount for every Bucks goal scored this season, which will directly benefit the foundation and its many charitable endeavors, including building a park in Jacob's memory. Uh, for more information, you can visit www.jrpf.org or follow at Bucks One Nation on Twitter. Uh, the Westchester Warriors is a local spring youth hockey team located in Westchester County, New York. The team raises money for various charity organizations. And I was recently contacted by the father of one of their players, Mark Mocha, about this year's campaign to benefit the Westchester Medical Center Foundation. You can make a donation by following uh, Mark's dad on Twitter at MMOC7. A scholarship has been created in memory of 16-year-old Darian Locklear, who was a junior at Brighton High School, who tragically passed away in a car accident on February 6th. Darian was loved by many and was a beloved sister, daughter, and friend. She was an outstanding student and a talented AAA hockey player. A GoFundMe campaign entitled the Darian Locklear Memorial Fund has been established with the goal of putting more kids on the ice in Darian's name. Um, and if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to the HVPucks podcast. I'll be back with some of my final thoughts after this. This is Stacy Whirl, and you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. As the horn sounds on the 16th episode of Season 2, I want to let you know some of the topics for this season's future podcasts. Uh, We're going to continue with the playoff talk while preparing um, uh, for regionals on March 3rd and for the state championships uh, on March 10th and 11th. I'm planning to have some special guests on between now and March 9th, which is when I leave for the state tournament. Um, I had a long conversation with Mike Schoenbach last night, and I'm going to be revealing uh, the content of that conversation uh, in the near future, but I still want to have him on uh, along with uh, Stefan Vallis to uh, talk about the history of Hudson Valley hockey from uh, their two perspectives. Um, I've mentioned this um, quite a bit. Uh, There's a very devoted group of Harvey uh, School alumni who have been playing together on Tuesday nights for 44 years now. The game is referred to as Hockey Night in Katona. Uh, I have been in touch with several um, alumni who participate in that game, and uh, I'm going to be looking to attend a game, interview some of those players. Um, I also had a recent conversation with someone that's involved um, with uh, sled hockey, so I'm going to look to have them on as well. My plan is to do at least one podcast a month um, between the end of the high school season here in New York State and the beginning of the college hockey season um, next year. Uh, And if there are topics that you'd like me to address on the show um, after the state championships have been awarded, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. Um, As you know, there is a new segment called Where Are They Now? So if there's any former Hudson Valley High School players that want to come on, please tweet or DM me at TravJack71. You can join the likes of Tommy Spiro, Jackson Schultz, 
Russ Mazzaro, Sean Gordon, Anthony Caruto, and Sean Benson. I had a blast talking to those guys, and so again, I'd I'd love to get more people on. Um, I'd like to do one more episode of From the Trainer's Room with Jessica, uh, which focuses on athlete health, safety, and nutrition with Jessica Lappy. Uh, She is the head athletic trainer at Tappan Zee High School. Before I sign off, I want to thank my beautiful wife, Marisol, and my two daughters, Juliana and Kayla, for their never-ending support their love, their patience, and their understanding because our family time takes a major hit as I look to bring you the best independent hockey coverage out there. Um, You can find me on Twitter at TravJack71. You can find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major and on Snapchat at 5 underscore min major. You can also find my show on the Grandstand Sports Network, www.grandstandsportsnetwork.com or at Grandstand underscore SN on Twitter. If you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the full-length album, Out of Time by Fracture which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore Band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. Uh, There's a new revolutionary uh, fitness device That's unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's called X-Chain, and it can be configured into 14 different shapes and can be used with over 500 different types of exercises. It weighs only 10 pounds, um, but X-Chain is all that you'll need for your best workout. To find out more about this exciting new product, you can follow them on Instagram at TrainXChain, and they're also on Kickstarter. Um, I also want to announce I've created a scholarship in memory of Dick Kittle, who was an uh, off-ice official and a fixture in the Mamaroneck sports community for many years. I've accepted nominations uh, from Section 1 coaches and will present the scholarships to graduating seniors at the All-League Dinner on March 13th. I've also contracted with Shoots Media, a local company, uh, to document the awarding of the scholarships and to interview the recipients. Um, so I started a GoFundMe campaign to help with the scholarships um, as well as to support um, independent high school hockey coverage. So if you're interested in donating, uh, any amount will help. Please visit um, go the GoFundMe website and look for the HV Pucks Podcast Operations Fund. Again, no amount is too, uh, too small. Every little bit will help. Uh, this is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.